Biblical Manhood Through the Lens of Adam Today on the Ultimate Ground Rules But I have raised you up for this very purpose that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth Welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules, a podcast built specifically to encourage, empower, and strengthen the faith of coaches as they live out their God-given purpose to develop the next generation of leaders. And now, your host, Dave Pritchard. Hello and welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules. I am your host, Dave Pritchard. I want to start today with a bit of information that you may not have known. Each fall and spring, The Ultimate Ground Rules hosts an online Bible study just for coaches using free Zoom video conferencing website. We meet each Monday morning at 6.05 Central Standard Time, and I bring this up because there's room for you, and our spring study started this past Monday. For the next seven to eight weeks, we will be looking at the topic of biblical manhood using the book A Guide to Biblical Manhood by Randy Stinson a book that I highly recommend. If you're interested in joining this study, simply log on to our website at ultimategroundrules.wixsite.com slash website and click on the Contact tab. Fill out that form and we will get you added to our email list and send you a link each week for the study. Now I also know that 6 Central Standard Time on a Monday morning doesn't quite work for everyone. So my immediate plans for the podcast are to give you a similar look into biblical manhood for the next few weeks. We may sprinkle in a few interviews as we have a few great guests lined up, so keep a lookout for those as well. So what is manhood? If you asked your players that same question, I'm pretty confident you would get several different answers. It's a topic up for debate in the culture today, as well as an answer that many of your players are looking for. As coaches... It's a question that we should have an answer to, as we're tasked with either taking young boys and molding them into young men, or directing young girls to true manhood that they should be seeking out in a potential spouse. Today, I want to attempt to answer this question of what is manhood through the lens of Adam. The Adventures of Huck Finn describes a scene in which Huck and another character, Jim, are staring at the sky. Hook describes it by saying, We had the sky up there, all speckled with stars, and we used to lay on our backs and look up at them, and discuss about whether they was made or only just happened. Jim allowed that they was made, but I allowed that they just happened. You see, how we choose to view manhood is first determined by how we answer Huck and Jim's question. If man just kind of happened into existence, then manhood would appear to be random and up to one's own personal opinion. However, if man was created, then one can easily argue that he was created for a purpose. In Genesis 1, 26 and 27, we see this. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. Here we see that man wasn't just 
on the scene by chance, but instead he was created by God. In Genesis 2.15, we see this. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. This verse, along with others in Genesis chapters 1 through 3, show that God created man with a purpose, to work and keep the garden. In Genesis 2.18, we see that it was not good for man to be alone, so God creates woman. Man is created to work. He's given dominion over the earth, commanded to subdue it, and to be fruitful. The woman is assigned to be his helper. She provides valuable and necessary skills and is to be seen as complementary. However, the order of creation does reveal God's plan for man to bear the authority and responsibility of leadership. I want to say that again, Coach. Men are to bear the authority and responsibility of leadership. This goes for you and your players. If you are a man, it is not optional to be a leader. God specifically calls you to be a leader in the context of your life. So what does that look like? Here's a quick rundown. First, man is to lead spiritually. We see this in Genesis 3.9. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? See, this takes place after Adam and Eve have sinned in the garden. And who does God go looking for? The answer is Adam. Because Adam is the one that's ultimately responsible to lead spiritually as a man. In a nutshell, I believe this extends somewhat to you and your players. While you will not be held spiritually responsible for them as their father will, the fact does remain that you are the only father figure that some of your players currently have or may ever have. So what kind of spiritual model are you for them? That can look different in many situations, but it's a question for you to chew on. My second point is this, that a man is to lead in exercising dominion. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 30, God directs both men and women to take dominion and subdue the earth. While both are expected to work, man was given the primary leadership responsibility of that work. And you may be thinking, I don't have any land to cultivate. I'm not a farmer. How does this apply to me? Well, God has given you a domain somewhere. And as a coach, your program and your players are at least one of your domains. Are you exercising leadership in order? Or does it look like disorder? How are you teaching and training your young men to exercise dominion? even if that dominion is over something very small, like the locker that they're assigned. You see, exercising dominion in small areas helps you take that same mindset into the bigger things of life, such as a family. So a man is to lead in exercising dominion, and I think you, coach, are to teach that to your young men. Third, a man is to lead in production. God directed both men and women to be fruitful and multiply. Outside of procreation, a man is also expected to produce and to provide the best that he possibly can. As a coach, are you working hard to produce as best as you can? 
How are you passing this trait on to the young men in your program? How are you as a coach providing for their needs as both a player and a person? Men are to lead in provision. And this is a trait that you can begin to teach to the young men in your program. Fourth, a man is to lead in establishing a family. God set the pattern with Adam for men to take the lead in forming families and providing for them. As a coach, you may not feel like you have much of a role to play in this area, but I couldn't disagree more. Very often, your actions speak so much louder than your words. Do your players see you living life as a husband and a father? You have a prime opportunity to include your family in your work. This doesn't have to be very detailed. It can be as simple as your kids being at the field from time to time or acknowledging your family at a game. This is an area that I failed at early on in my career and one that I still try to improve upon daily. You see, your players may not see many examples of a family man outside of the one that you provide them. So what are you providing? In all of these areas, the temptation is for us as men to be passive. However, this is not the desire of God or the standard that His Son Jesus set for us. You see, men are to be leaders. And through the example of Adam alone, men are called to lead spiritually, in exercising dominion, in production, and in establishing a family. All valuable traits of manhood that you, coach, can both model for and teach the young men in your program as they are on the hunt for what a real man looks like. Thanks again for joining us on the show today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many coaches as possible with a word of encouragement. Never forget your job is important. God loves you and he has a plan for you. Continue to build tomorrow's leaders and stand firm in the faith.